I love your heart emoji. Okay, now let's hug uh, the, th- the three heart thing. You are so pretty, heart uh, five dinosaurs. Not British, but love you and respect you. Such a beautiful man, flame emoji, heart emoji. Very, 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 very nice and perfect. These are all comments on the Instagram of Lucifer star Tom Ellis. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to comment. You couldn't help yourself. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to let them speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait. Uh, there's another one I missed. Doesn't matter. Being 40 plus man is finally knowing where the ignition switch is. Being a 40 plus woman is like being a Mercedes that nobody wants to drive. Well, you're just reading all of uh, Drew's comments. <laughs> Those are all my comments on Tom Ellis. All, sh- all shit that Drew said yeah. to Tom Ellis. Yeah. So you're cheating a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I have I've read every comment on Tom Ellis's Instagram, and they're all like this. Mm-hmm. The, he's the only white man who can inspire this Shamar Moore-esque comment variety. <laughs> and he's somehow from Wales. The devil works in mysterious ways. I will admit, I got the idea to watch Lucifer for this series. After seeing our guests, Tom and Drew, repeatedly post the Lucifer role-playing community. I had not seen such a horny, thriving community of mid-30s and mid-40s people since the Obama administration. This show has to suck, I thought. But after watching the first season, I have to say, maybe, maybe not. Uh, Lucifer is based off of a Neil Gaiman, Neil Gamer, Neil Gaiman, however you say it, comic book of the same name. And as you may guess, is about Satan himself. But he's not a spiky, red, angry guy. He's the hottest man to ever come out of the British Isles. A mature, nearly salt-and-pepper baddie who owns a nightclub. The people who work at his nightclub are also sexy demons. <laughs> he falls for the hottest woman who's ever been a cop. And the rest is history. By the rest, uh, I mean he contends with his own immortality, his rebellion against God, in this crime-of-the-week-style episodic action. Just on its face, uh, Lucifer is ridiculous and trashy. It's the show for the forgotten aunts of America. These are ladies who primarily work as dental hygienists, uh, receptionists. Uh, even They may even have kids themselves, but you really just know them as aunts, even if they are mothers. They are the sisters of the more upwardly mobile or lateral Ray Donovan watching men. But I think they're on to something. This is the state of TV art and science. It's not a throwback to 2013, as you think I'll say. No, it harkens back to the twilight of the Clinton years and our innocence before NAFTA gave everyone corn syrup cancer and the building sevenification of America. Joining us uh, to discuss this show with two demons of our own right, with Drew, also known as Rapping for Safety. Uh, you may know him as one of the hosts of the Globe Hell Warring podcast. And Tom, also known as Tom on here, who you may know from our stream and having a very Lucifer-Chloe relationship with fun lead singer, Nate Roos. <laughs> Hello. Guys, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm, I'm curious about your immediate event. I mean, Drew, you, you were going back to this show. I yeah. assumed you'd already seen this. Yeah, so I watched the first season as it aired. I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't really pay attention to the second season. And then I think it was the th- after the third season, it got canceled by Fox. 
and there was a huge sort of ground um, classic uh, swell. wolf behavior by Fox. Yeah, well, they already had lethal weapons, so they didn't need the Lucifer. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, Netflix picked it up because of the fan support, and that's when I got back on board. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I think a fantastic show. I think Tom Ellis is uh, he's a star. He's he should be the next 007. And uh, I just think it's a fantastic show. Uh, I know Tom thinks a little differently. A but, little uh, differently. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. Uh, watching this show, I seem to have developed an ulcer. It's mm-hmm. very frustrating. It's, this is the type of show that uh, if you had no genitals but were very horny, you would watch this to get off. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's very overt. It, it's uh, It's charmed. For people who just need to come all the time. Supernatural mm-hmm. for a, a more degenerate sort of folk. If that makes I, sense. Okay. Yeah, no, that does make sense. Because, like, the first, like, during, like, most of the first season, I was like, oh, this is, like, encore. Yes. And, you know, they're not going to get, like, too raunchy. But it's, no. like, you know, it's this, like, hot guy. And he's, be, you know, he's being charming and rakish in a way that a 40-plus-year-old woman who's similar to Mercedes that no one wants to drive uh, would would find hot. But then the deeper it goes, you're like, oh, this is like this is like degenerate. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the only thing that can make me use the word degenerate. It's like <laughs> just very sexual, very sexual show. I don't even know how it made it on net. But it's, it's so extremely overt too. But like it, it clearly That's- knows what it's doing. Because mm-hmm. it shows you like all these sexy people. But then yeah. who's the first person Lucifer has sex with? The actress Rachel Harris, who looks like a normal woman. So everybody mm-hmm. watching this show just yeah. immediately started dripping, going, I have a chance. I yeah. Lucifer would fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's all like some sort of fan service. But yeah. And that's, but you have to get through most of the show to get to that point, which if you do, God bless you. Because the opening scene. I'm going to set the scene. Let me set it a little bit for you. 2016, Los Angeles. Lucifer's driving in a sick, sick Jaguar. car. Jaguar. Mm-hmm. And what's playing? Oh, yeah. Cage the Elephant. In 2016. The coolest band ever. <laughs> Not just in 2016, but now. Yeah. yeah. Still. The coolest band you can listen to. If you need something to swagger to. Mm-hmm. That's ain't, no, ain't no rest for the wicked is mm-hmm. playing. And then mm-hmm. he gets pulled over, and it, yep, it's not just playing. He's playing it, and the cop asks him to turn it down, <laughs> and he plays a little bit of a mind game with the police officer, gets him to admit to his deepest secrets, which is uh, turning on the <laughs> the lights and driving very fast. Which, like, first of all, you're an LAPD officer. You've done worse crimes than that. That's mm. not the worst thing. Maybe in your mind, that's the worst thing you do, actually. That's a good point now that I'm thinking about it. In his mind, he's done nothing worse than speeding sometimes. Mm. But he gives him some, he like pulls out money to bribe him, and the cop accepts and he drives away to his club, <laughs> his nightclub that he owns. Lux. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, if, if you were down in hell for thousands of years, yeah. Uh, making sure all the people who need to be tortured are getting tortured, mm-hmm. you eventually will get bored. And naturally, you're going to come up to the earth and start uh, a nightclub in Los Angeles, a very successful nightclub, of course, which he also lives in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a big place. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he must own the entire building. I would assume. Yeah, he yeah he's a good businessman. Mm-hmm. 
I will say that is the only part of the show I didn't think was real. I think all the other stuff like could happen, <laughs> but it's like the real Lucifer would probably live in a spacious two bedroom in Glendale. I would say. I don't know. Maybe he hates driving so like long distances. Okay. But like, where was he driving from to like go back to his like club slash <laughs> where he lives? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was going okay. in and out, and was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. all right, uh, wait, wait. I got, I really gotta get back. If you have that car, you gotta drive it. I mean, of That's course, true. but like, he could just be going for a spin. Yeah. Um, also, his his um, license plate, uh, vanity license plate, fallen one. Um, <laughs> I watched. I watched a. Uh, I watched a recap. Uh, of uh, season one and uh, the uh, person recapping it said it took him until now to uh, notice that it says fallen one, not Fellini. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a yeah. very deep the, film reference yeah, in Lucifer. Like, he's just a big fan must of have been, uh, film. Must have been the director or something. Fellini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did that is if you watch Lucifer stuff on YouTube it's like oh Easter eggs you wouldn't notice in Lucifer and it's shit like that and he's the devil <laughs> yeah. and his dad is yeah. God yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. it's a reference to the Bible <laughs> <laughs> it's okay so negatives against the show I will mm-hmm. admit if you are not being generous there are a lot okay mm-hmm. negatives Lucifer is an immortal like He's an immortal being who's literally knows God, uh, hundreds and millions of years old. But every day he's like, oh, I have to have a threesome with two women who paid $60,000 to become eights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't you like get bored of that or like not think that's it's that cool? If you've like been fallen for mm-hmm. thousands of years, right. you've presumably been doing that a lot. You right. could he's been able to do anything he wants. He's fought with God, and he's just like, well, no, I need to, uh, I don't know, help this woman with her music career. But but is that true? <laughs> yeah. You know, he 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 was banished to hell. Yeah. He's been in hell for thousands of years. And now he gets to come to Earth, and he can do whatever he wants. I mean, eventually it'll get boring, but... Uh, so, but so you're saying that Lucifer, the god mm-hmm. of hell, wouldn't mm-hmm. get bored... <laughs> <laughs> just driving around in his Jaguar after five years and going back to his club called Lux and sipping on like a no, fancy whiskey. He has spinning projects that coin in like, hand. you know, making, uh, giving stars their, uh, their break. He his, has, you know, his projects are walking around town, just going, I'm the devil. I'm the devil. Mm-hmm. And everyone goes, okay, man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how'd you say, why did yeah, I yeah. say that is right it, now? Yeah. <laughs> his name is Lucifer Morningstar, yeah. and he does—he doesn't hide it, of course. No, I mean, that's his name. He, I mean, he so. fucking walks around telling people he's the devil, of course. Like, he, <laughs> so, and then I skipped ahead to season five, and I was watching some <laughs> episodes with our dear friend Drew Powell in them, and like everyone there, like God's there, played by Dennis Hazebert, and like <laughs> yeah, he's, great. he's hanging out, and like they're like, oh, this is my dad, God, and they're like, oh, you're God, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so sick. It's like, you, oh, yeah, you have the devil and God right next to you, and you're just like, whoa. And then, oh, but let us solve this crime. Not like, well, let me figure out everything in life. No, um, I need, we, gotta, we gotta figure this out. You don't have the context of, you know, them oh. finding out small things about about Lucifer and Aminadiel and uh, Maze that don't seem to add up, but... Eventually, when their true nature is revealed, I'm, of course, it's shocking, but there's been this little bit of lead up, Tom. Um, so mm, I think you're being uncharitable there. I'm not down. talking down to you, Tom. <laughs> I'm just explaining it to you. 
because you misunderstood it. Yeah, Tom, what you're doing now sort of reminds me of how people have been treating doctors for the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you are talking to like an actual Lucifer expert. Yeah, Andrew. specifically mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So that, that does bring up, though, another negative in the show. A big thing of this show, as Tom alluded to, is Lucifer literally just telling people he's the devil. <laughs> and I don't just mean like people he likes, like Chloe, <laughs> who's like the human woman who he actually feels love for. But like, just like a street preacher, he's like, oh, I'm, oh, you think you're bad? I'm the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it's ha- most of the time, it's like a figure of speech. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be, he'll be talking with like some publicist and he'll be like, oh, the devil is in the details. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then about uh, two fifths of the other times, it's, uh, it's just like, no, I'm Satan. Mm-hmm. I'm Satan. I was cast out of heaven. And it does bring up it, it after season one when like the, the Chloe Decker, who's the that that's the second most unbelievable thing on the show. Like that woman would never actress that retired yeah, from acting yeah. after one movie. Hot tub. What was yeah. hot tub? Uh, high high school. school. Yeah. Then showed her boobs, yeah. which is like prominent for the first few episodes. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I need to be a police officer. That is. Yeah. So. Chloe Decker, um, she's like the best cop on the LAPD. She's the most honest one. She like did a she did like a softcore porn when she's like nineteen. And so the first time Lucifer meets her, he's playing piano for some reason. Oh, dude, he does this. A lot of episodes end with him playing piano and like singing a song. Mm-hmm. And the song is always like "Sympathy for the Devil" or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's never not like if Lucifer's singing, it's going to be a song about being the devil. Well, uh, yeah, T- Tom and I watched the same episode this afternoon, and it opens with with <laughs> Lucifer <laughs> playing "Wicked Game" on the piano, <laughs> singing awesome, with, with, uh, p- uh, interspersed with scenes of Chloe. Yeah, no, that the whole episode is karaoke, and they like break out into song, and it's because God's around, and the power of God is making all these people break out into song, mm-hmm. but angels aren't affected. So like Lucifer and his brothers are just fine but it's oh my god this it's dope it's, it's great. like so lucifer is playing piano because there's been a murder in his club mm-hmm. and chloe's like oh lucifer morningstar the owner of the best club in los angeles you know the coolest guy in town we need to ask you a few questions and he looks at her and goes you look familiar have we had sex before <laughs> 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 which is i mean like I think a lot of the Tom Ellis praise by the aunts of America is literally, he's just like, I think for like a 40 year old woman, he's just like the hottest man ever. Yeah. Pretty hot guy. But he is, I don't know anyone who could like choke that line out. He, he's managed somehow. It's an insane line. Mm -hmm. Like the comic. So the comic book is like very different from this in the comic book. Notably Lucifer does not have genitals and it's frequently alluded to. And it's not really like this. Like it's typical, like, Neil Gaiman, like, oh, it's about Gnosticism type shit. Mm. But this is like, you know, this is a Fox series. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like tons of shit like that. But okay, so after saying that unnerving thing, Lucifer starts working with Chloe Decker, basically <laughs> as like a civilian liaison to the LAPD. But it's like, it's like, it would be, it's almost, he's frequently saying he's the devil and trying to like, 
let Chloe know he's the devil. And she's always like, shut up, Lucifer. Like a big thing is him being invulnerable to bullets most of the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, she'll see him get shot and he'll be fine. And he'll be like, Chloe, it's because I'm the devil. I can't be killed. But she can hurt him. That's a big thing. But anyway, um, so even I think it's worse for how the show plays out if like they didn't think he was the devil. Because, OK, this is just a guy who owns a nightclub who tells everyone that he's the devil. And you like don't believe like you just he's doing it in such an intense way and keeps doing it in a way that it's not like just an unfunny joke. He just really wants you to think that he's the devil he just but you're like no this guy yeah. should be on crime scenes and shit yeah <laughs> because of his cool nightclub yeah well, he's playing the piano and just mentions like did we have sex did i fuck you hey can i accompany you and she like scoffs at it and goes all right and like yeah. it's yeah. just that okay here we go <laughs> this, and, is and he, this is how we meet he does officially in, he becomes a consultant in a, an official capacity. Like he's basically a deputized. Yeah. He, I mean, he can't carry a gun, but he doesn't need one, yeah. of course, because he's Lucifer. He can just turn his face into the devil. And scare people. scare people. Yeah. It's a big thing. He does is like go devil mode. Yeah. yeah. He actually, he calls it his devil face mm-hmm. and uh, it becomes because people start to see his devil face. I think, I think at one point in the series, maybe he's unable to control it. I can't remember. Uh, it's that he didn't have it. But, all right. Right. Um, I read about this as you, okay. you know, you were talking down to me, but I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Continue. Not just me correcting you. No, it be, it's just, it becomes a, a big thing. Um, and it's, he, he drops the devil face and it, it disturbs people. Uh, well, it disturbs his loved ones. What I like about the devil face is it's like, he waits until the end of episode one. Like it's this shocking reveal, this huge thing. He mm-hmm. does it and Chloe is passing out. So she like really can't see it. And he's after she got shot and he got shot a bunch, but it's fine. And then the beginning of the next episode, he uses it to scare the guy, the preacher guy in the mm-hmm. middle of like Hollywood in front mm-hmm. of like a hundred people. He just drops it out of nowhere. Like they had all that build up to like a super scary face. And it's just the equivalent of like seeing a guy put on a mask. Because that's all it is. It's a red, like, scary mask. Yeah. And imagine seeing that and just being like, oh, fucking shit. Oh, hell no. And well, just, I would I, freak you out. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it fine. would. If Tom Ellis was looking at you, all of a sudden a, a devil face came out of him. Maybe no. not now because you know he's yeah, Lucifer. I'm, I'm prepared for it. I guess you're right. Yeah, prepared you'd be prepared for it. For now. For it. But if you did, imagine you wake up with no previous knowledge of Lucifer and but, Tom Ellis is, sta- is oh, he's looking over you. And then he makes the devil face. What are you, are you going to be able to fall back asleep or what? Yeah, I think I'd fall back asleep. I don't think so. I don't think I would have an issue with that. It's it's not You'd that piss scary. Your pants. I would not pee myself. You'd all right. Yourself. First of all, let's get that straight. I you would. Not. I don't think it's that scary. I don't think it's that intimidating. I don't think like it's it should be like his main power along with like looking th- into someone's eyes and they just tell them tell him like who they want to fuck or what their biggest dream is. What is it you truly desire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, Tom, Devil Face is not his big power. Devil Face is like the cherry on top of the mm-hmm. sun, in my opinion. <laughs> that's like his Devil Face is like when he's already won and he's like there's only one time that I saw where he brings out Devil Face to like gain the upper hand on the situation mm-hmm. and it doesn't affect the guy because it's Morgan, the ev- the one evil cop in the LAPD who's already been to hell. So he's like I've like seen the Devil Face before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it doesn't work on me, pal. 
But he also does the devil face to him again, and it scares him like again. But it's it, well, it stacks. <laughs> it stacks. Yeah, it stacks. <laughs> devil face stacks. His main ability is to like, and this only works on people, is to like, yeah, look them in the eyes and be like, "What do you truly desire?" Mm-hmm. And that it, most of this show is before the later seasons is just like crime of the week. It's a yeah. procedural. It's like if. You ran like the same formula that Justified operates on, but if it was like the backbone to Justified wasn't uh like you know these really good crime novels, but fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Good way to put it. It's it's a role player like somehow got a TV show and was like, well, what can how can we like make him so cool? And you're like, yeah, let me dress him up in like three piece suits, drive around in a Jaguar. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, and the first episode, he goes into that like the rapper's house, and he's like, "Turn off this crap, rap yeah. is crap." I hate, yeah. Your, yeah. I hate oh. your music, but not you guys. But yeah. oh yeah, you. okay, that is something. That is something I think is a good. I will say this is almost prestige TV. Like how mm-hmm. morally complex this is. Lucifer is an antihero, not like because he's the devil, but because he's kind of racist. <laughs> he's legitimately like a little bit racist, and we see that. Probably the worst scene in the series mm-hmm. is like, yeah, it's the second episode where some crime, some crime takes them to a rapper's house. And it's just like, it's ridiculous. Like there are guys just standing around with like assault rifles. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how like most rappers hang out when they're just relaxing. Yeah, absolutely. But the, the guy playing the rapper is like, he went to Juilliard and elocutes like this. <laughs> just like have him clearly like just some composite character of like guys from the early nineties mm-hmm. that scared the old people that wrote this show. Yeah. And Lucifer says that like he's like, Oh, and another thing. Turn off this awful music. I hate <laughs> your music. But not black people's music i actually like blues and jazz yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the rapper's name was too vile as well which is too vile an insane it's it's such a classic like late 90s idea of a rapper but like that's why this this whole show like all the writers are just like old women and men who just role play on Twitter because like no other person would write that scene. Right. No, no, like nobody in their thirties would honestly walk into a house filled with like rappers and just be like, rap is crap, but I like jazz. (laughs) (laughs) What What are you talking about? It intensifies (laughs) as like after the Netflix pickup, it intensifies because then you have all this fan support. You're going to cater to them, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, and it just becomes even more horny. But also it gets into the interesting ontology and metaphysics of these uh, uh, great beings. Yeah, the in- interesting. So that's mm-hmm. the positive of the show. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we focused on the negatives. But I want to hear from Drew and Felix what the positives of the show are. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about what I see as the positives, and I think Drew should Drew should talk about the later. I haven't seen much later, but I'm gonna talk about a little. You know, I haven't seen all this show, but I am a TV expert. I do consider myself as one of the foremost experts in TV and the art and science of it. So, just as far as like, you know, an actual TV show, you know, you're slapping the hood, you're kicking the tires. You know, this is up there with like Blacklist or, 
whatever the fuck bullshit show. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, you know, like the show shows that people's wives watch. Yeah. Or, you know, you're you know, your dad got a knee surgery and he watched like all of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this is that like because it's very it's a it's a good show in the way that like a Honda Accord is a good car. It's not going to break down on you. It's not going to fuck up. It's mm-hmm. A to B. You not a lot of maintenance because it's it's procedural mm-hmm. and not just procedural in that they're procedurally solving crimes, but you know the will they won't they very procedural, very classic TV. Like I said, very late nineties where they're going to stretch that uh, that will they won't they forever. Um, the the leading man, you know, they picked the right leading man. They picked a guy who can carry a show. You know, Lucifer does not have Mickey Mouse rings. I noticed that uh, while I was researching this, they won something called the Dragon Award. Wow. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's not, yeah. What that's is it? like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sci-fi award. Okay. It's the Dragon Award, Tom. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. And that is like, you know, Lucifer, uh, Tom Ellis definitely carried, but it's a good team. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. doing, everyone's doing a good job. Um, one of the most important things for a show is the hub hub is very important in show and Lux, the coolest nightclub in the world mm-hmm. it's a great hub there's tons of like you, you know it looks very like williamsburg 2014 but that's what it's supposed to look like for the viewers of the show that's what they think is sick mm-hmm. like it kind of actually looks like a, po- a big pottery barn if i'm being honest <laughs> <laughs> it's like sick uh it's a great hub world you can operate a lot out of there you can have a lot go on it's incredibly competent streamlined tv making mm-hmm. and you can the highest praise i can give for like a network show specifically like a fox show because there's a very unique style of fox show that's very different from nbc mm-hmm. nbc is all emotional manipulation fox is all like this shit mm-hmm. it, it's it just it's well run they did a good job or at least they did in the fox seasons which mm-hmm. is what i'm saying uh i don't think you can impugn any of that it's not sloppy it's not in fact i think the writers and makers of the show are people who like lucifer are in a state of rebellion they are rebelling against ken olin and this is us is uh now dominant theory of tv writing that it's supposed to be sort of like political news cycle of the week just make you feel terrible all the time stuff these are like dare i say based gen xers writing this. yeah that's so yeah. cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I th- I think it's it's a I mean it's well made, of course. It's shot well. Uh I think even uh t- towards the later seasons like the episode I watched today with the dancing and the singing, there are some great uh set pieces. Uh Tom, I think you'll back me up on that one. No. The lighting stuff on it. Okay. Uh, you don't think so? I, you don't I think, think it was shot well compared to think about lethal weapon. Leth- we I mean, lethal weapon. I mean, we night. don't need to. So that's the problem is we are watching lethal weapon at the same time. And it's like you said, it's very clear. It's a Fox show. It's they Fox has this significant sort of production and style that it goes for. And especially for their, sort of these like action oriented police procedurals with an added bit of drama. And they they use very similar music and setups in the aesthetic. Uh, and I think the few episodes that I watched of the first season were much better than the Netflix episodes. And I think that's just because Fox put more care or more, I don't know, we just had a better production company than Netflix does. And I think that's just, that's the only basis. Like, that's 
just the difference between Fox and Netflix, right? Like Netflix is usually not going to look as good as like a Fox show would. No, absolutely not. Um, I am curious, does it look different when it goes to Netflix? Does it have some of that like cheaper Netflix sheen on it? That episode did. And maybe it's just because it was like a musical. And so a lot of, to me, a lot of that set pieces, like it would, they would break out into song and it just sort of mm-hmm. seemed cheaper. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I haven't um, seen many of them. Yeah. I, I can't say for sure that there's a huge stylistic difference mm-hmm. in how they look, but I'm, I'm sure there must be. But you can definitely tell, like, the, like Drew said, this show got <laughs> saved by the fans begging Netflix or mm-hmm. somebody to pick it up. And so they were just like, well, let's just cater to them 100%. Like, that's the only idea of, like, a musical-style Lucifer episode that I can <laughs> yeah. think of is that just, like, some very weird person, you know, some uh, Nate Roos fan in, <laughs> in like, Nevada <laughs> wrote in and was like, I need to see a musical episode of Lucifer. And if you can get some fun songs, they're like, well, we can't do the second one, but we can do the first one. Do you think um, we're going to find out that Nate had something to do with that episode? I'm a non-interventionist in the Tom and Nate war, but (laughs) there's no war. We love each other and we support each other, but we're also constantly battling. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, Serbia and the other countries. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I... So, Drew, you you alluded to more metaphysical properties Mm -hmm. in Netflix Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Can you get a, well, get into a little bit of what that means? The, the stuff that I I start to get really on board with, I I think it's season three, where Lucifer is hunting a criminal mastermind uh, known as the Sinner Man. Uh, <laughs> also helping him is uh, the uh, Superman from Smallville. I can't remember the actor's name. Who is the chief of police? And you also find out he's Kane from Kane and Abel. Uh, who has been cursed <laughs> to walk the earth for killing Abel. Um, so he wants to die. And Lucifer comes up with a plan. And this is where the kind of the, you know, stuff with hell and stuff comes back in. And what their big plan is to, to f- take Abel because Abel went to hell and put Abel's body or his soul into a body so that Cain is no longer a murderer, at which point Cain could then be killed because he's immortal. With his sin washed away, he will become mortal and uh, he will be able to go die and go to heaven or hell. Why, um, did, why did Abel go to hell if he got killed? I can't, I can't recall exactly. I can't, re- I can't recall a, the exact. Oh, you know what? I'm looking it up now. He was downloading music on LimeWire. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Very serious yeah. guy. He was yeah. streaming <laughs> licensed music on Twitch. Yeah. I think I think if I could write the scene where they're asking, like, oh, well, why did he go to hell? Mm-hmm. Because it is something they would ask. Yeah. I think Lucifer would go, maybe he left the toilet seat open. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spot on impression. Yeah, you do a great uh, Lucifer. Well, but, I'm thinking about like acting like him. Yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> that would be so sick. He <laughs> <laughs> just walks around telling people you were the devil in a an attempted Welsh accent. Yeah, <laughs> I th- I think if I started wearing like three piece suits uh-huh. with no tie, and I got that sort of like spiky LA haircut mm-hmm. from six or seven years ago, and I'm not gonna start off being like, oh, I'm the devil. But I will say things like devils in the details, <laughs> you know. Um, Maybe the devil walks the, among us. 
Yeah. Have we, have we had sex before? Yeah. Have we had sex before? Well, I'm going to be saying that more yeah. to women but yeah. than I already do. And just increase I, it. <laughs> yeah. I break that out when I really think like I need, like, it's like I, nothing else mm-hmm. is working. <laughs> but I mean, like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, yeah. When the yeah, detective is very women. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also the a plot line where amenity deal uh, becomes mortal. Uh, and can no longer fly, uh, mm-hmm. and he has to find his purpose in life. So there's plot lines like that. There's also Dan Espinoza, who is Chloe's ex-husband uh, and the father of her child. Uh, he uh, falls in love with God's wife, mm-hmm. and then uh, she leaves, and he becomes extremely depressed, so he starts taking improv classes. <laughs> so, I that's mean, a, I think, I think one line. of the writers really sort of imported that from their own life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you know, what did I do when I got depressed? I, my wife left me. Ah, I took some improv classes. Improv so, classes. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do. But I do yeah. like that, like, when you read the recaps and, like, the character analysis, like, everyone has died and, like, gone to hell and then, like, come mm-hmm. back and then just, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can go to yeah, hell. that happens to every character, like, five times a season. Yeah. <laughs> And it like it makes me think. Honestly, hell doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> it doesn't look that bad. Basically, you just relive a loop. Because of- this is Lu- Lucifer, the king of hell, the demon of all, and his like most successful attack is showing you a scary face. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you've been to hell, you're gonna see it once, and maybe you get scared, and then your second time, you're like, all right, like it's it's a scary face. I get it. Also. Oh, he just seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, he owns yeah. a nightclub in Los Angeles. <laughs> Nothing but his, cool guys own nightclubs. Yeah, his, his his head uh, demon is also a, a sexy lady. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. It's uh, it's win win. That is, I think, maybe the worst thing Lucifer did is you can kind of. So apparently, this show is part of the Arrowverse, which yes. is a network of CW shows, mm-hmm. and in the like episode of like Arrow or whatever the fuck. Lucifer is in it explains how he like knows that demon the one that works for him mm-hmm. the one that everyone just assumes is like Armenian <laughs> Mazikeen yeah Mazikeen people are just like oh he's Armenian <laughs> but like um he like kind of did groom her like a little bit not in the show that we see but yeah. like just like okay Lucifer's been there for the beginning she's like a lesser demon mm-hmm. And it's like they've clearly like fucked a lot yeah. and like done a lot of like mm-hmm. epic sex stuff. But ever since he started like both fucking humans and especially since he saw Chloe Decker, he's like, uh, you're nasty. Mm-hmm. Like that is in the sense that like the devil can groom a demon. Mm-hmm. I think he did that. Yeah. Well, he does kind of just like toss her aside and she like tries to reach out and be like, you're not the same anymore. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just I'm just bored of you. I'm bored of all of this. And I just, uh, here's this woman who can't say no to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or she, she, she can say no, she can say no. So she resists him and he finds he's, he's endlessly interested in that. She actually wants to go back to hell, I believe. Right. And, and, but she finds purpose on earth in the later seasons, uh, as a bounty hunter. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, Tom, you saw in the episode, uh, you watched today. Yeah. And it's really good, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's badass because it's like you know what? What is the second coolest job? Uh, bartender slash bouncer slash bodyguard, right? Mm-hmm. What's cooler than that? Bounty mm-hmm. hunter. 
And she sort of has this character arc of, uh, you know, she's like, well, my life is kind of meaningless. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do here on Earth. Uh, let me become a bounty hunter. And then she figures it out. I got to catch uh-huh. bad guys in Earth on Earth as this like lesser demon who is infinitely p- more powerful than yeah. almost everyone we've seen. But uh, let me like team up with Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. And Pro- spray, <laughs> spray like old men with bear mace. Pri- primarily <laughs> working with the LAPD. So they t- have two demons, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> at least two demons uh, on their payroll. One who is actually the devil. And, it, and it, it's also, it seems like it's very easy to just become like a civilian <laughs> officer for yeah. the LAPD. Or, like, a, an affiliated bounty hunter. Yeah, they don't even, like, there's probably, like, of real time in the show, probably about three days in between Lucifer asking Chloe if they've had sex before and him being made basically a deputy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even, apparently, like, they don't even have to like you that much. No. Yeah. You just have to keep showing up. Yeah. Like, being, that's, I mean, look, any listeners in the L.A. area, if you're having trouble finding work, just show up to crime scenes. <laughs> this is great. Be like, I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I help out? Can you I don't have to? You? Can I do anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just start sweeping up like you would at a place yeah. you wanted a job. Yeah, yeah. You and- see some chalk outlines? Just sweep them up. You <laughs> yeah. see anything on the it's ground? Dirty. Pick it up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And and he and Chloe become partners, uh, both in a romantic sense and in in a police uh, sense. Yeah. Uh, even though he's not a police officer, he, she does refer to him as her partner. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, he's basically a cop. Do they end up like did did like they end up together? I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Um, what happens so- is he God retires and then he becomes God, <laughs> but then he realizes he can't handle being God, so he gives it to his other brother, and then like. His daughter comes from the future to like take revenge. She's half angel and half human. She comes mm-hmm. to take revenge because he left uh, Chloe, who, Chloe, which turns out to be her mother, and left her behind. And he's trying to figure out why he did that. And it's because he went down to hell to uh, be a therapist who saves souls and sends them up to heaven. And then mm-hmm. she dies of old age and then decides to live in hell forever with him. That's pretty tight. That's it's you great. might want to put a spoiler alert for all the oh, yeah, fans no, sorry, who are listening, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. are gonna be very upset um, that I spoiled the last like season and a half. Yeah, well, most of our audience is like women who unironically post minions memes, yeah. <laughs> but that means they've already seen all of this. Like, yeah, they, yeah, already, they know. already know. Everybody, anybody yeah. who saw oh Lucifer, they're not like <laughs> let me just yeah. let me set aside an hour of my time because I need yeah. to hear this. I, so Lucifer's on its sixth season now. It's, it just already it ended. Con- yeah. So it concluded. It's over. But oh, I thought it was still. I was. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping for That's, a movie. I think we deserve six a seasons movie. in a movie or a, a prequel. Prequel uh, where we see him groom Mazakine. Yeah, yeah. I bet you. I would I love just that. <laughs> you both would love that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So where are the Lucifer viewers going to go now? Because you guys, you guys are tapped into like the role playing communities. You guys really know what aunts are up to. You know what like guys who are just jacking off all day on mm-hmm. Twitter are doing. Mm-hmm. What are they going to watch next now that Lucifer's done? True. That's a really good yes. question. I, I, if I, I don't know what's on uh, the television right now that would be comparable. I don't know if there is anything. A lot of this, they're all just like I think they just went back to fan fiction for now. Because there is nothing that is similar to this. And the diehards are looping it. 
Yeah. They're watching well, one through six and going back to the start. Because, I mean, basically you upgrade from Supernatural to this. And Supernatural has like a ton of seasons. <laughs> and then you're just like, and what, the Once Upon a Time show, although less sexual, is also very, mm. it's that urban fantasy that um, sad people love. No offense, Drew. Uh, but it's, there's nothing I've never on watched TV. Supernatural. <laughs> You should. You'd really like it, I think. I probably would. <laughs> uh, there's just nothing that compares to this. There's nothing that combines both, like, this level of eroticism with police procedural. Now they're kind of just doing police procedural. Like, the because, like, when you look at a show like SWAT with, you mentioned Shamar Moore, every once in a while they'll show him shirtless, but that's it. There's no, like, mm-hmm. overt sexual displays. And so these people are left wanting and maybe that's where drew and i come in and yeah we hire we go we hire all of these role play accounts and make a new show well yeah all right okay pretend i'm a studio executive okay. um you guys have to come up with a premise that is going to sop up we got us all the lucifer fans are scattering every day we don't have a new show on the air they're going somewhere else they're just going back to the fan fiction sites how are we going to get them back i i have an idea <clears throat> it's a little story that I want to read to you. It's called. Oh, okay. Oh, oh is it, I think I know who this, this is from. It's called. You are soft to the touch. Ooh. You are soft to the touch. You are slowly heating up with anticipation with what I'm about to do. I slowly glide my hands ever so lightly between your breasts, slowly down your stomach, just barely enough for you to feel me while begging for more. My hand reaches your legs, sliding between them. You open them, giving full access. I ever so lightly move the outside of my fingers across your extremely sensitive inner thigh. And as I get close to your center, I slowly repeat the same soft motion against your other thigh. The sensation causes your legs to slightly shake. I move my hand to the middle, giving you a very soft, very sensual massage, just barely sliding my (laughs) middle finger between your lips as you slowly start to get wet. (laughs) Your back is arched. Your eyes are closed. A very soft moan escapes your lips. I replace my hand with my face. I kiss ever so softly, just barely enough for you to feel it. Your legs over my shoulders. Heels of your feet digging into my back. Toes curl so tightly they're turning white. Body is trembling. I slowly kiss my way up to your stomach, up between your breasts until I reach your neck, your chin, till I taste your lips. As I taste your lips, my member is just barely pressing against you, feeling how wet you are. I barely press the tip between your soaked lips while I slowly kiss you. Your body is on fire. I slowly penetrate, teasing with every inch, your legs wrapped around, trying to use all your strength to push me all the way in. I refuse and slowly enter inch by inch so you feel every pulsating moment. Your hips moving, gyrating the best you can. I move extremely slow. Moving in and out, slow as humanly possible to set off every nerve to make sure you feel every movement. I tease you by keeping my lips just barely out of reach of yours, so no matter how badly you need to taste me, I'm just out of reach. Your legs shaking, hips moving out of your control, head back, eyes in the back of your head, mouth open, breathing out of control, fire between your legs. Well, I'm actually a student. I'm a student of poetry, and I recognize that as the work of one of my favorite poets, uh, one Mr. James Sweaty. (laughs) Well, you would be incorrect because this is actually 
Lucifer S. Morningstar. That's right. Lucifer. Oh, is this a fan film? I really thought that was a Jamie Swiney. No, this is a little long not, for well, Jamie Swiney. You say fan account, but it's not. This is actually, so the show ended, right? And um, the ethereal essence of Lucifer Morningstar came onto Twitter. Um, he's in hell okay. right now posting on Twitter under Lucifer Morningstar. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And he he's Lucifer. He writes POV erotic sensual sex stories geared towards women. They're very vivid and graphic. At least that's what I'm told. You can find them at erotic.luciferasmorningstar.com. There you go. Uh, he's a number of. I mean, that's my uh, pitch. I would just read you <laughs> Lucifer I mean, Morningstar's erotic writings. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a number of them. Uh, Tom, yeah. uh, there's, there's the chair, steam of a shower, yeah. kitchen snack, couch to the bed, exhausted exhausted and wet dirty place i think we could turn these into uh sexual uh uh pieces what i see sexual visual what i see from these is not just like seasons i see many episodes like kind of Mm -hmm. like mini series of each one like you Mm -hmm. can break down soft to the touch i mean between i would say like six hour long episodes we could do six hours just on uh, penetration yeah Oh, for but sure. You have to lose some stuff. Yeah, I know. You know, we don't need to keep everything. You know, it's fan service is great, but when we're talking about, um, you know, pressing your middle finger between your pussy lips, I think we can we can speed through some of that. Yeah, I think I think this writing could serve uh, as certainly the backbone to a series, uh, hopefully on on Fox, maybe Netflix. Who knows? I, you know what I'm hoping for? HBO. Oh yeah. Get a little bit more. Okay. Get a little bit more graphic. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's on HBO, mm-hmm. hear me out. Why couldn't we just show Lucifer like eating pussy? Well, and fucking yeah. girls. That, that you're, would be the you're already show. meeting us there because that's exactly what we're, mm-hmm. we want. I want. Yeah, all right. I want an hour long show, half hour, police procedural, other half hour, graphic hardcore sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Because those are that's the two best things you can depict in media. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, p- police procedural, it gives you 30 minutes of that. You got 10 minutes for characters, yeah. 10 minutes for the characters of the week that you're not going to see again. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they're a real hit, you're going to see them again. Mm-hmm. And 10 minutes for like, oh, boy, like this, uh, this crime isn't what it seems. Yeah, you know? trying to figure it it's out. It's not always going to be the second guy that you saw. No. Right. And it doesn't, um, it, I think, and like what's best about that is you don't necessarily need to split it up into 10 police, 10 sex. You could do, have an episode of 30 minutes in the beginning police and then 30 minutes of sex. You could do five minutes of police, then like 15 minutes of sex, then maybe like 25 and then end with another 15. Like there's so many options that we have available. One of the great things with Lucifer, Lucifer being partners with Chloe is their partners in life also. So we can have sex scenes that are also uh, moving the plot line where yeah. the, where they're they're uh, talking about the clues, talking about the suspects, and they can oh actually God. they could actually uh, like move the case forward during these sex scenes. Mm-hmm. So that would be really that is a new frontier that I've never thought of. Like people always talk about like story and porn uh, and like you know an actual good filmmaking experience, but like the story being part of the like Lucifer is like doing some shit with like a cat of nine tails, and Chloe's like wait cat there was a cat at the crime scene Mm -hmm. like something like that would be really good now and i will have to say most lucifer fans might be put off by a cat of nine tails uh lucifer fans are usually familiar with a humping like a pillow until they feel (laughs) satisfied 
or uh, you know, maybe missionary if they're lucky. I don't know about that. I think no. light S and M is pretty prevalent in the uh, Lucifer scene. I will say this. I think a lot of Lucifer fans are like, oh, I'm into BDSM. Have no idea what no. it is. <laughs> Not the slightest. Right. No fucking clue. But that doesn't make it any less valid. No, no. But I think what I, I think we just would need to, I guess, like hold their hands through that journey of mm-hmm. when we get to the real uh, hardcore stuff. Because mm-hmm. I agree. I think that. we start, we're targeting the ant core. So we start with just a lot of pussy eating. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. And I yeah. think that's going to just rope them in, right? And then we can sort of branch off and be like, oh, well, you know, here's some uh, penetration for some of those people who are, like, posting online that they need penetration to get off or otherwise, mm-hmm. what's the point of watching porn? You're, you're sweaties, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we could draw your ant core, your sweaties, and then all the other freaks. So this is a question more about, like, after – Chloe and Lucifer become partners, Mm -hmm. Drew. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that because, you know, this is still like network TV and even though it's Fox, like he's not doing like the freakier stuff anymore with Chloe. Like he's not bringing in like new women. No. Like to do threesome. No. No. Yeah. Chloe wouldn't be down for that. No, he that's he's uh, monogamous. Yeah. Well, because every again, every Lucifer fan is like very scared of anything that isn't monogamy. Well, Yeah. yeah, it's Decker star. Yeah. Uh, cause uh-huh. so he was like sleeping with that therapist in the first season and then, but then like he starts to develop the feelings for Chloe and then that's when they start getting going together and then she betrays him somehow. And then he starts dating Eve. Uh, yes, that Eve from Adam and Eve. <laughs> yep. And yep. then he doesn't like who he is around Eve. So he starts dating Chloe again. And then that's when they sort of like declare their love for each other in full. Well, I think that's good. And I think that also, I would lay, I think this is something we'd have to change. Like we would have to have Lucifer have threesomes. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, here's my idea for that. If you want to go down that route, we say a new God comes in and sort of retcons the entire universe. Mm -hmm. And so nobody remembers. And so we have to start from fresh sort of at the beginning. So it's sort of like a reboot. And then we get into some of the hardcore sex, like the sort of like a prequel and then build up into where, He's meeting Chloe again. Okay, like, yeah. And then you do the like Lucifer bullshit thing yeah. of like, oh, everyone's memories wipe. But then five episodes later, they're like, oh, wait, like I touched a piece of Noah's Ark. Yeah. Another way you could go with it is that uh, the Archangel, Ar- Archangel Michael appears, uh, who is also played by Tom Ellis. Um, so you could have, uh, you could have, um, you know, uh, the monogamous couple. Um, and then also have Michael um, doing all the crazy sex yes. stuff that Lucifer also used to do. And uh, you can have double the fun. That's another so, point. So what is Michael like, do they play that as like an evil brother? Yeah. Like evil He's he yeah, literally an evil twin. Yeah. He's a star. Like, yeah. He, com- he comes down, <laughs> he comes down and like starts fucking with like Lucifer's life. Mm-hmm. And then like, he has to be cast out by God. Like, Sent away again, and then and they battle for heaven. Yeah, they battle for heaven. Does he wear like, uh, like Imperial Armani three piece suits? No, I th- he, I think he's 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 more like a bad boy. Okay, uh, well Lucifer's a yeah, bad boy, Lucifer, but he, yeah, but he's he wears, classy. Like, yeah, he dresses like Jim Jones. I'm assuming maybe <laughs> the rapper Jim Jones, not the cult leader. Uh, I'm not sure. I, c- I can't say for sure. He dresses in uh, okay. the leather jacket housewares. 
<laughs> oh, okay. okay. No, I'm just That's assuming. Sick. But that is that is yeah. a bad boy outfit. Some jeans, yeah. maybe like a graphic tee from Target that says like Dr. Pepper on it, and then uh, yeah, that sort of a nice sort of thing. a nice like Mass Effect leather jacket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And seven, and you're like, oh, that guy's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Those are like eighty dollars on the website. <laughs> All right. I think I think like the next Lucifer, which I hope there is one. You know, I have faith yeah. in the artists and scientists of TV. Mm-hmm. That there will be a new Lucifer. I hope that they make the next Lucifer like charismatic, hypersexual male main character, um, dressed like that. Yeah. Like wear the Mass Effect <laughs> leather jacket with the one cool white stripe on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, soda T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Converse. Like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Tony Stark glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a guy that we uh, look at on Twitter who posts his date outfits. And he always has <laughs> jeans and then a new graphic tee and then like shoes that match the graphic tee. Yeah, and, that, that'll be like Sesame Street. Yeah, Sesame, it'll be like a Sesame Street, like Cookie Monster shoes <laughs> with a Cookie Monster shirt and like Scooby-Doo shoes and a Scooby-Doo shirt. And he's like, date night outfit, typical Friday. And it's like, okay, perfect. That's I think that's my ideal uh, Lucifer is a guy who dresses like that because that is as cool as you can get. Being and like, he's kind of a hunk, too. Yeah, being like 46 years old and then dressing in graphic tees. Like mm-hmm. having a closet full of 366 graphic tees so you can mm-hmm. wear one every day of the year and shoes that it's match is perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like the thing of how I want hot girls to start like doing Kekistan stuff. <laughs> like I think, yeah, no, if you have like a really hot like 43-year-old man uh-huh. who has fillers... It should, yeah, make him wear that shit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's really fun. Like, to con- to convince guys watching it, like, oh, I have to dress yeah. like that. Well, it, like, they just mm-hmm. stopped dressing like that, like, when Trump became president. Mm-hmm. But now they're like, oh, that was cool all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's, and it's it was cool all very along. similar to, like, it was getting, like, seeing, like, somebody like Johnny Depp dress and, like, seeing someone sort of copy mm-hmm. that. But, oh, like, very cool. Yeah, but also, like, <laughs> yeah, awesome. what if you were doing it on a budget and you had to right. shop at, like, Walmart and get the jeans there, or like J.C. Penny, and yeah. uh, I think I would like that a lot. I think that would be cool. Just like mm-hmm. that becomes the new sort of like fashion craze is just uh, graphic tees from J.C. Penny, like Love just that. wearing a Thundercat shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I think that would be cool. Like that's that's my Lucifer. That's my ideal Lucifer. I would love to see. Tom Ellis wear a different graphic tee every day of the week. Well, Lucifer is a big fan of bones uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the show. So I wonder if, if uh, he has any bones merch. Well, he's a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. A fan of the, he's a fan of the show bones. It's his favorite show. TV is awesome. <laughs> TV is so fucking. I like crazy. that you could just. He's, a, he's like references a like eternal, <laughs> eternal being. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I love the TV show. Bones. Yeah, again, yeah. as we stated earlier, this is the god of hell. This is. Mm-hmm. A, he can do anything he wants. And he mm-hmm. sits down for an hour once a week to watch the show Bones. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't Ooh. even do anything like, oh, I'm going to do. I'm going to do satanic tricks to like get the, like get it on demand mm-hmm. early. Yeah. No, he's like, Oh, it's time to watch bones. <laughs> yeah. Bones is on. Yeah, what is, oh, damn it. Bones is ending. Shit. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> it had a good yeah, run. Can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's writing to Fox. And he, <laughs> he's in a Facebook group talking about, all right, we need to appeal to Netflix and 
Who else? Who could pick up bones? Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, Lucifer was probably, that's like, he was probably one of the main forces that brought back Family Guy on. <laughs> success. It became one of the biggest shows ever. Yeah, well, you know, so he saw the, yeah. the talent there and he saw the potential. <laughs> And the money that could be made. And uh, he was like, all right, let's get this. First of all, we'll get, we'll just get it on Adult Swim. All right. And then there's everyone's going to love it and we'll put it back on Fox. It's fine. I think I think that's all Seth MacFarlane. Uh, his singing career, maybe Lucifer helped with. But the <laughs> maybe, show Family yeah. Guy is all Seth. Well, I think Seth in real life would hang out at Lux. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he would. He would. Yeah. I think I'm surprised he's not there in the background as like a favorite because <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's Fox. So I would imagine everybody who writes for Fox hangs out in that club. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be so cool. That's my fantasy is to like get a show, made, but it's like, a, I want to get like a Lucifer type show made to like prove that I can do yeah. it. I think that's, that's like more everyone, like everyone would ex- like, if I was making a show, people would be like, Oh, it's some like, like it's, it's about like, it's some like it's a vaguely like artistic like prestige thing mm-hmm. like a fucking like prestige comedy thing. No, I think it would be more impressive if I made like a Lucifer type show that went on for like seven seasons. Oh, absolutely! And absolutely. it's like just played with zero irony. Yeah. And I would love if they brought back Lucifer. If I like, I'm people watch my show so much that like when Lucifer comes back, I have a cameo as like Lucifer's friend. <laughs> I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, just like your character, his favorite show is Lucifer. And he says it's nice. And so everyone, sort of, we can get sort of meta with it. And then as those people start to go like, oh, we should check out this Lucifer show too. And then, you know, they, it starts picking up some heat and it comes back. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think we all know Lucifer is coming back in one form or another. Mm-hmm. If it's not your guys' thing, which I think it might be still, this is too rabid and unified a fan base to just let die in the vine. I think the showrunners showrunners always try like a new thing. That's like 70% like their old thing. <laughs> like they're going to, the people, the insane gen X people who made this show are probably going to make a show where it's like, it's about like a private detective with amnesia who has to get his memories back by having sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's like too convoluted but, for mm. the audience to follow, and they'll just have to do Lucifer again. That is that is every like urban fantasy like novel out there that like sort of hits the bestseller lists. They they all read like this, just very sexual, very like sort of cut and dry about what it is, and like it appeals to so many people. So there's tons of books out there. That you can just sort of leech off of and make into like a TV show. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's that's like where a lot of intellectual property is going to come Mm -hmm. from is bullshit like this. Because it's you know that aunts and like pathologically horny men will watch this and they will talk about it. And talking about it in the streaming economy where like people just like lie about numbers or they're not important for in this exact same ways that they are on like network TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like just, they probably have some stupid word for it. Like, um, like earn, earned discussion or some shit, <laughs> but it's like, like, you know, this, a horny show will do that. I think like most network shows are probably going to be in the, this is us mold, mm-hmm. but then like 40% are probably going to be like this. Like, as you said, like urban adult. Yeah. I think you have to have a balance because 
yeah, like the this is us style, like you said, is pretty predominant and it's very clear NBC knows what it's doing and like is after this, you know, emotional sort of manipulation type of show that makes you feel sad, but then you're like, oh, but I'm also happy because they're, you know, trying to get it together and it's it's so touching and it's just like me. It reminds me of me. And then yeah, we but you also need junk. You do need yeah. junk food TV. Just something you can watch and sort of turn your brain off and like absorb like this is total junk for these people and it's bad for you it's actively bad for you but in the same way as all i don't agree with that same way all tv is bad for you i don't really agree with that i had a you know i had a i had a stomach bug Mm -hmm. had diarrhea all day started watching lucifer feel normal now i feel worse i feel i think (laughs) well maybe i gave you my virus i was i was doing something when i was watching it and i just had to lay down <laughs> I just got it. Yeah. I started feeling. What were you doing? I was doing laundry and I was folding laundry. You were playing with your winky. I would not play with my winky. You know me. Come on, man. Don't say that. Mm. Don't be nasty. Oh, someone made it through Lucifer without playing his with his winky. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. No. You're right. The sexual All tension right. was too much. Mm-hmm. I understand. All right. I think that I think that about we, we've covered everything with Lucifer and we're probably we're either going to get Lucifer two or another thing made. Um, Tom, I think. People know where to find you, but like, you know, let them know anyway. That's right. You can, if you follow me on Twitter, Tom on here, underscores in between, uh, Chapel Trap House on Twitch. That's Chapel FYM as well. You know, we stream everything, videos on Sunday, video games, doing whatever. We chill. And then also, Drew and I have a podcast together with uh, Nate Roos called Claincast, where we talk about Lethal Weapon, the TV show, where it was made at the exact same time. And it's yeah. uh, worse, way worse. <laughs> Much worse. <laughs> but uh, mostly that podcast is me, Drew, and Nate yelling at each other. Yeah. And then 20% uh, reading another guy's <laughs> review of the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're very lucky that we found somebody who, who recaps the episodes because we don't really pay attention. Well, Tom does, but me and Nate don't. Um, so we're very lucky about that. Um, well, Drew, people, people can find you at Cleancast, but where else yeah, can they find you? You can find me at Twitter at Rapping for Safety. That's the number four. Um, and also at uh, Globe uh, a, a podcast about uh, saving the world uh, one week at a time. Uh, you can find us at, uh, at Globe uh, Also check out Lipson, which we host the uh, podcast on. It's one of the great providers. And we get a, I haven't f- uh, finished signing up for our reference code, but eventually we will have a reference code. I don't know what it'll be, uh, but if I were to give it away to you now, you would be able to use it, and we would get a little bit of money. We don't have it, so just <laughs> use, just type in. <laughs> so everyone, like, go back to this episode when they do have the yeah. reference code, mm-hmm. piece it together. We'll figure it out. Liberty Syndicate Broadcasting. That's Lipson.com. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you for having and us on. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. As always, uh, you know. Let's have sympathy for the devil. A million dollars for your sorrow, now you're paying for it.